and welcome to Fresh Fusion, a show where we discuss the business, the art, the ethics of content creation on the open web. My name is Jared White, and this is episode 73, Dawn of a New Era, new website, newly single. Yes, it's time to pull back the curtain and share about some things which have transpired in my personal life, things that have been among the most challenging moments of my life. But first, I have a new website. Woohoo! <laughs> yes, a whole new website design at jaredwhite.com. Um, I first talked about some of my goals with this redesign in episode 70. Um, I did end up in a little bit of a different spot with regard to the homepage. Uh, so one of the things I had mentioned that was a goal for the new website design was getting away from this notion that the homepage is just the blog index <laughs> um, and making it more of a, a sort of about page, a kind of introduction to me. Um, I kind of did that. So what I ended up with was a bit of a hybrid. And I looked at some other websites, some other examples. I think Derek Sivers may have been the most recent inspiration that I was looking at that uh, I modeled a little bit of my, my new homepage after. Uh, but essentially the idea is when you go to jaredwhite.com, it does start out with some information about me, some, some information about projects I'm working on, uh, and then there are sort of different categories of things that you're presented with. It's like recent photos and, and uh, you know, my most popular essays, according to myself. <laughs> what, what, I, what I think are the best, essentially, that I want to be popular. Um, it's, like, it's like a whole bunch of things. So in essence, the, the homepage is kind of a teaser. It's the, it's the trailer of all my content, if you will. Um, you know, you, you, you do get a sense of what is new, you know, what I've posted lately, um, but that's just part of it. It's also kind of all the other things you might be interested in learning more about. Um, so that's where I ended up with, with regard to the homepage, uh, and in terms of what else is on the site, um, you know, I, I, I think, as, as you'll see when you go to jaredwhite.com, uh, it, it's really putting the content front and center. It's really kind of emphasizing the, the imagery and the typography. Uh, and it's, it's sort of a minimalist design. So it's, it's not trying to wow you with flashy animations or colors or anything like that. It's, it's really putting the content itself front and center in a sort of minimalist and a little bit subdued way. And I really like that. I, I, I like the fact that, um, you know, the, the design of the site kind of gets out of the way and, and lets you, you know, really focus on what you're reading or the photo you're looking at, uh, whatever it might be. At the same time, I also think it's much easier to navigate through the new site. Um, I kind of ended up with this hybrid blog style sidebar as well as uh, navigation bar. Uh, it's just, it's along the side. And even when you're on the phone, there, there's what looks like the typical hamburger menu, you know, like the, the one, two, three line icon that you often see. Um, but when you tap it, the sidebar kind of slides out over everything else. And you see exactly what you see on, you know, larger tablet and desktop screens. 
Uh, I really like this pattern. And one of the other things I'd mentioned back in episode 70 that's uh, a challenge with uh, designing blogs that also work well on mobile is, what do you do with this darn sidebar? <laughs> you know, if you go look at blog designs from the, the late 2000s or, or even early 2010s, you know, th there's always like this big sidebar with a bunch of stuff on it. And you, you just don't have room for a sidebar on a phone. There's nowhere to put it. So, you know, sometimes it just gets shoved down to the end. You know, you have to scroll all the way past the main content to get to the sidebar. Um, and that's kind of annoying if the stuff on the sidebar is important. Um, you know, sometimes people just get rid of it and you don't have any sidebar. Uh, that's essentially <laughs> what I did for a while. I just gave up and didn't even try to have a sidebar. Um, but with this new site, I was like, what if we combine the blog style sidebar with a navigation, uh, you know, a list of links for navigation, along with subscribing to a newsletter, you know, all, all the kind of stuff you expect to have on a blog, you know, just put it all in one place, make that really easy to get to on mobile, you know, just one tap and you have it all. Uh, you can get to it at any time, you know, right from the very top of the page. Uh, and, you know, just kind of, you know, collapse everything into a singular idea. Uh, and I'm really happy with how this turned out. Like, if, if anyone were to ask me at this point, like, hey, I'm starting a new blog, you know, what do you think about blog design in the year 2021? Um, you know, I would say I really, really like this pattern. Uh, I don't know <laughs> if anyone else is going to agree with me, but uh, for me, uh, this, this works really well. There's also just like a fun little touch, um, like the previous web design that I had for the site. Um, there is a dark mode and a light mode, depending on how you have your phone or com your computer set up. Um, but I added this fun little icon. So if you're in dark mode, it shows a moon. If you're in light mode, it shows a sun. And if you click on it, it switches between the two modes. So even if your device is in dark mode, you can view things in light mode and vice versa. Uh, and it kind of crossfades between the two color modes. And um, I just, I, I love that little touch. It's just a fun little, fun little thing to, to fiddle with. Uh, I think it's fun when you have a, a design, you know, whether it's an app or a website, or whatever, um, you know, some little thing somewhere that's just sort of like, hey, you can just fiddle with it. It's just fun. You can just click on it and click on it and click on it and go, oh, that's neat. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so to wrap up, um, I'm, I'm pretty satisfied with how the new website design turned out. I think it's much easier to navigate around. Uh, it has some nice features like the Now page now has its own archive. So every time I post a, an updated Now page, uh, it doesn't mean that the previous stuff in the now section just disappears, which was my my real problem in the past with the idea of a now page. Uh, so so there's that. Uh, all the projects stuff is updated, and I think that looks really nice. Um, the the new podcast pages uh, I think look pretty slick. Um, I have this really nice uh, join the club sort of card that shows up in a bunch of places for uh, encouraging folks to subscribe to my newsletter. Um, I I'm really happy with how that turned out. Uh, so yeah, just just in general, I, I feel like I'm I'm so much more inspired to 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 write and to post stuff on my site now that uh, it, it feels fresh and modern. Uh, it's not long in the tooth any longer. 
Um, so yeah, that's that's what I'm excited about right now. Uh, I, I encourage you to go to jaredwhite.com and let me know what your thoughts are. Uh, as always, you can email me, jared at jaredwhite.com. Let me know what you think. All right, with that down and out of the way, it's on to the main topic of the show. Uh, as I said in the title of the show, newly single. Uh, what does that mean? What does that mean to be newly single? What is going on? Uh, so I actually wrote an essay about this on the new site, and I thought I would just read it. I would just read it to you verbatim, and then um, maybe expound on a couple points afterwards. So, so let's get right into it. Uh, of course, the link to this article is in the show notes. Hello, singleness, my old friend. I wasn't given a blueprint for this. I never expected to be married no longer. But now, after my divorce, I have to decide what comes next. I climb to greet the war in which I have no heart, but only that one dark I owe my light. Call for confessor and wiser mirror, but there is none to glow after the God-stoning night, and I am struck as lonely as a holy marker by the sun. Dylan Thomas Wow! Has it really been two years and change since I wrote that my life had been turned upside down? I confessed I'd opened up a new private office and art studio near downtown Portland, and it actually sounded like an upbeat and glamorous development. In some ways, sure, it was. Yet, if I also seemed cagey, it was due to the fact I couldn't let the real cat out of the bag. My wife of nearly 10 years and I had separated. Ouch. My new studio in Portland was my new home as well. It was a radical shift in my lifestyle, one I hadn't expected until right up to the point of it happening. That, I suppose, is the nature of breakups. Even amidst the chaos, I was optimistic my then-wife and I could manage that idealized let's-stay-friends scenario and slowly work towards divorce in a reasonably amicable fashion, for the sake of the children, of course. That's what is expected of us, right? That's what we're supposed to strive for, right? For a time, it did work out like that. However, 2020 reared its ugly head, and even prior to the pandemic kicking into high gear, a series of events were foisted upon me which were utterly devastating. I'm not at liberty to go into the details right now, but suffice it to say, whatever you might imagine concerning how ugly and gut-wrenching and debilitating divorce can be, well, that's essentially what happened. I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. Yet, some good, all things considered, news as I write this, my divorce is finalized. It is done. I am, once again, single. Not as it was before, to be sure. I'll never stop being a loving dad to two amazing children who are my pride and joy. Nevertheless, it's a simultaneously familiar yet alien feeling. I'd entered into the marriage covenant with the most earnest of intentions. Get married and stay married at all costs. The idea of divorce was anathema. It was, quite literally, against my religion. So you begin to understand why everything which has occurred in my personal life over the past two years has been quite the mental jolt. So now what? The question before me now is, what does one do when one is divorced and single again? 
More to the point, what does one do when one finds themselves in that strange in-between limbo of too old to rock and roll, too young to die? Everything I've heard about the dating scene these days indicates it's absolutely bonkers. So you can imagine my reluctance to jump headfirst into those shark-infested waters. To a certain extent, I'm genuinely enjoying my singleness now, in a way I never did before I fell in love and got married. It's an opportunity some souls spend years pining for, the chance to do it right this time. And yet, the thought of being alone, time spent with kids aside, and that possibility stretching far into the distance is certainly frightening. I'm not sure what bothers me more, the literal aloneness of it all, or the notion that I'll degenerate into a total loser, a grumpy old man who lives alone because he's too grumpy and, well, too old. (laughs) I've spent too much of my life feeling like a weirdo, an outsider. And in our modern culture, you're considered a bit of a weirdo if you're single, especially as the years roll by. People are supposed to be coupled, and if you are not, surely there must be something wrong with you. Clearly, I need to get that narrative out of my head. If I'm ever to fall in love again and enjoy a serious romantic relationship, it can't come from a place of desperation and lack. In a truly healthy relationship, a more or less healthy person comes alongside another more or less healthy person, and they forge a bond which encourages an even healthier and mutually beneficial way of life. It's foolhardy to attempt a recreation of the typical romantic comedy plot. That might make for entertaining TV, but it's a terrible way to live. All that to say, I want to remain open to the possibility of leaving singleness behind once again and drinking from the fountain of enduring love. But for now, I've embraced the solo lifestyle. In a very real sense, I've had to. Thus concludes my little update on what's been going on behind the scenes. As far as what comes next, well... If there were ever the perfect moment to trot out the following phrase to wrap up an essay, it is now. To be continued. Well, folks, yes. (laughs) That is a little peek behind the curtain of what's been going on in my life. A reason I haven't been posting uh, new episodes of the show uh, on a regular basis lately. Uh, yeah, I was in the, the final the final death throes of <laughs> this whole divorce business. Uh, you know, it was it was one of those things where it seems like it's dragging on and on for far too long, and you're just you know in the middle of this gigantic legal process, and then all of a sudden there's a flurry of activity. Everyone's trying to scramble up into the very last minute to to meet uh, you know court imposed deadlines and so on, uh, and then boom. Boom. (laughs) That's the only way to describe it. Boom. It's done. The papers are signed. Everyone has completed their task, and it's done. Uh, I have to say, I wasn't prepared for how I felt after that. I really wasn't. Like, the thing I thought I would feel was relieved. Everyone I talked to said, oh, you must feel relieved. And I said, I think so. I didn't really feel relieved, though. That was what was so surprising. I thought I would. (laughs) Uh, And instead, I felt kind of terrified. It was very strange. Like, I I was, you know, I was looking forward to putting this all behind me and to, you know, have an official legal framework to move forward for the sake of the children and all that. Um, You know, I just wanted to, quote unquote, move on with my life. 
Uh, and then finally, here I am able to do that, uh, you know, as, as much as you are legally able to do so after you get divorced and you're still co-parenting. Um, but yeah, it's it was just weird. And I feel like I still haven't really come to grips with, you know, what what it is I feel about the whole thing. Um, you know, there again, I can't go into the details, but yes, there were some very traumatic moments, very, um, you know, unexpected things that happened that were yeah, entirely outside of my uh, field of view, you know, things I didn't expect would happen. So, you know, but with, with all that sort of behind me, uh, you know, again, like the, the thing everyone thinks you're supposed to be feeling is relief. You can now move forward. Um, but I guess, I guess the trouble I'm having is what is forward? <laughs> forward to what? <laughs> forward to where? Uh, yeah, I was, I was so focused on sort of this, this end goal of getting divorced that it then happened and it's like, okay, on to the next major life goal. Oh, I don't have a major life goal that comes next. <laughs> What's that old kid's song? Uh, you know, it says, uh, first comes love, then comes marriage, then comes the baby in the baby carriage. Uh, so I already did all that. I already did the kissing and the love and the marriage and the baby carriage. And what's next in the song? It doesn't say then you get divorced and then you, uh, I don't know, go skydiving. It's like, <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, that's that's probably the, the most terrifying thing about this whole business. Um, you know, when, when you have spent years living this sort of uh, assumption that, you know, You'll grow old together with someone and, you know, they'll they'll take care of you and you have to wear adult diapers and you'll take care of them when they need their hip replacement and they'll take care of you when you're in bed for two weeks after getting a cold or whatever. Like, you know, you have this whole sort of conception of, you know, we're going to grow old together and take care of each other and, you know, just kind of go into our twilight years as a team. Then the team breaks up and it's like... Wait, I have to do the whole adult diapers and stay in bed for two weeks because I got a cold thing by myself? That sounds awful. <laughs> how, did, how does anyone do this? Okay, I kid, yes. But, you know, you, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. When, when you have this very concrete vision of where your life is headed uh, and, and it's just sort of is unquestioned, uh, you know, assumption you live with, on a daily basis it's just it's just part of your story and then all of a sudden that story is completely changed um it's it's quite a lot to deal with if the world were a little bit less crazy and my finances were a little bit less slammed right now uh, i would definitely be uh, out there looking for a therapist uh, trying to go through some kind of process for my mental health I really should. I really should do that. <laughs> I don't know if I will, but I should. But yeah, there's there are some things that I will need to work through over the coming months. Um, but I am happy about a few things here, one of which is my new website, getting back into recording episodes for the podcast, getting back into writing essays. 
Uh, I, I, one, honestly, folks, like <laughs> you, you think I do all this for you, uh, but honestly, uh, it, it's therapeutic for me. It's it's really therapeutic for me to write, to to speak into a microphone, to publish stuff. You know, I, I've I've been publishing things online, you know, in some form or another for so long now that it's really just second nature. And when I'm not doing it, I really feel like a loser. <laughs> uh, you know, I guess it's if, you know, if, if you've spent your whole life playing professional basketball, uh, you know, if for some reason a span of time goes by when you haven't played any basketball, you start to wonder, like, what the hell's going on here? <laughs> I'm not playing basketball. I am a basketball player. I have to play basketball. So that's what I feel like with with writing, uh, with podcasting. It's like if I don't do it for a while, I start to feel like something's really wrong, um, and that that itself then becomes a a point of of depression and malaise. So thank you all. I I want to personally thank you all for allowing me to go through the therapeutic experience of recording a podcast and publishing things on my website. Um, And hopefully you get something out of it too. All right, folks. um, Next few episodes, I'm sure we'll get back to the usual format of commenting on news and talking about, uh, you know, topics of being an online content creator and all that kind of stuff. Um, But for this episode, kind of getting back into the swing of things, I I figured I would just sort of let you know what's been going on in my life. Um, And, you know, if if there's anything you want to comment on or or suggest uh, for me, I certainly would appreciate hearing that. If there's anything I can do to help you out in your own creative journey, I'd certainly appreciate that opportunity as well. As always, you can email me, jared at jaredwhite.com. You can also follow me on Twitter, at Jared C. White. And also, please, please go onto my website and subscribe to the Creator Class newsletter. Uh, I'm really going to focus a whole lot of attention on the newsletter over the next few months. I have a lot of ideas, so uh, so that's going to be a great way to, to keep up to date with everything going on. All right, that's it for today's episode. I hope you tune in next time. But until then, have a wonderful fall or spring if you're in the land down under. Cheers. Cheers.